It is week number two of the newest podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Say What with Mike and MJ. It's great to be back for a second week live. Uh, well, not live, but kind of kind of live, live to tape. Um, so Mike here along with MJ. MJ, how are you doing this week? I'm doing a lot better. A lot better? Yes. Because I got my check. Oh, God. You got your, uh, you got your Trump check? Donnie sent me a check. Well, technically, it's my money sent back to me. But, you know, we'll get into that later. Now, how would you say that? Because I pay a lot of money in taxes. Okay. <laughs> we'll round that, we'll round that uh, as we touch upon that topic later on. But, yes, another week of show coming your way. Um, we are recording this on Tuesday night this week due to a couple of um, unforeseen circumstances. Otherwise, the show would be dropping a little bit earlier than it is but um, just to talk about a couple of things real quick, housekeeping kind of things. Last week on the show, we spoke about getting the show up and running on a podcast uh, feed. We have officially done so. Thanks to the folks over at Anchor.fm. That is our podcast network that we are being host on. You can find us there at Anchor.fm slash Say What Show. And uh, we're also now on Spotify. So if you've got a Spotify account, whether it be free or premium, you can find us there just by searching Say What with Mike and MJ, and you'll find us there as well. Um, we're still working on showing up on the iTunes um, podcast store, on the Google podcast store, and I think a couple of other places I'm trying to figure out as well. Um, as far as social media goes, we've got a Twitter page, uh, twitter.com forward slash say what underscore show. I wish I could have not used the underscore, but someone else already took that. What? I know. I <laughs> But hey, you can't help certain things. So we're slowly getting out there. We're slowly getting out there for you to, uh, for it to be easier for you folks out there to find us. Have you, MJ, subscribed to anything yet? What had happened was. Yeah, I figured that was the answer. <laughs> no. Okay. To my defense, I don't have a Twitter account. Okay. Don't. I don't know why. I just, Twitter has never really brought me in um anchor i do have that okay so, and i don't have a spotify account period Boo. Boo, i know i have apple music so Boo. when it comes on itunes i would definitely be saving it so i'm trying okay something's better than nothing i'll give you that you got one out of three that's you know it's kind of like the uh, track record i used to have back in school one out of three <laughs> Yeah, all my tests were like 25%. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, so we've got a few things we're going to talk about this week. Uh, some fun stuff, some a little bit more serious stuff. Uh, but we opened the show with talking about uh, the Trump checks, the stimulus checks that the IRS is money, money, money. to try to float the, uh, float the economy just a little bit. Um, certain people have started to get theirs already. Myself, Me. not so much, but I, yeah, I was just going to say, you've gotten yours already. How does it feel to be one of the, uh, one of the very, first? Very selected few. I'm always one of the first. Always in life, in business, <sighs> professionally, everything. Always come number one. But um, Ego. it feels great. I actually found out through a Facebook post that Delta was down, and they are like, they must be depositing checks. Went on an hour later, boom, some moolah from the Treasury IRS. It's currently pending, 
No, it's gonna be pending. Bill hasn't for a posted. Yeah, that's hey, that's perfectly fine. That's one step ahead than the other people that I've spoken with. The only other person that I know has it pending is my husband. We have the same bank, but it's weird because some of my coworkers who have the same bank don't have it posted yet or pending at all. They don't see anything, so they're just getting upset every single time I mention it. <laughs> it's like getting a third tax refund. Yeah. Yes. And ever since you mentioned to me that you've gotten yours, I've been refreshing my Chase app multiple times. Um, still with nothing as of uh, 20 minutes ago. So <laughs> still, still got my fingers crossed. Um, well, you know, it's actually we'll any day against now. you if your account's in the negative, Mike. Uh, that is not <laughs> a problem I have to worry about. Oh, he got money, guys. Just saying, that credit score ain't, ain't you know up there for nothing. Oh, okay, maybe, mm, maybe. <laughs> but I know another coworker of mine, because you you know everybody was complaining like, why haven't I received mine? Mine's isn't pending. Why did you get yours? You guys, first and foremost, you have to have done either 2018 or 2019 tax return. So if you're trying to avoid the IRS, guess what? You're going to avoid this check as well. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's a good way to put it. Second, when you did your taxes and you did receive a refund, you have to have had direct deposit set up. If you did not have a setup, it's not going to be direct deposit. You're going to get a check mailed to you. You can go on the IRS website and it has all this information about, you know, you can submit your direct deposit or you change the address because you don't live at the old address anymore. Now, if you have a paper check, Lord, you just, you're just going to have to wait. Yeah. It's um, going to take like, they said possibly three to five months on paper checks. Mm-hmm. So just don't spend the money if you haven't received it yet. This is for your bills to pay up your bills. Exactly. But don't this go not, crazy on Amazon. Don't go stock up on a whole bunch of crap you don't need. This is bill money. Okay. And if you are getting a paper check, switch it to direct deposit because when you get your paper check, it's going to have Donnie's name on it. It really should have, you know, the taxpayer's name on it, like whoever the taxpayer was, quote unquote, mine should be on my check, but I didn't get a check. I got direct deposit, but still, because technically it's our money coming back to us. I paid this money somehow, some way. Somehow, some way, but we're getting it back. Yes, thank you. Somehow, some way. Um, but like you just talked about, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Trump, President Trump, his name is going to be on every single paper check that is sent out um, starting as early as possibly this coming Friday. Um, this is from MSN that the unprecedented decision finalized late Monday night means that when recipients open the $1,200 paper checks, the IRS is scheduled to begin sending. President Donald J. Trump will appear on the left side of the payments. Um, goes on to say everything that you've kind of talked about. Um, but it says here, the checks will instead bear Trump's name in the memo line below a line that reads economic impact payment, which is how they're labeling these checks. The IRS will mail the checks to people for whom it does not have banking information. Many of these folks, according to the IRS, have low incomes as it is. The decision to have the paper checks bear Trump's name in the Uh, This was in the works for weeks, apparently, according to a Treasury official. Um, The Treasury team working from home is now racing to implement a change that two senior officials 
said could possibly lead to a further delay in issuing the first batch of checks just because the president possibly wants his name on these checks. Look, I have, I want to say three problems with this. First and foremost, stating facts. This is the first time a president has ever put their name on a our IRS check. So Correct. why? Why do... Ego. I, that, yeah, yeah. It just feels like an ego move, like... Hey, don't forget who paid y'all. But it's like, but you didn't personally write the check. Like, it's not your money. It's the country's money who we put this money in in the pot. So you're just giving us a little bit. And $1,200 is not a lot of money for anybody who wants to know how they came up with $1,200. The minimum wage is $725 times 40 hours a week times four weeks. You get roughly $1,200. So anybody who's like, $1,200 ain't enough. Guess what? That's the minimum wage you're gonna be like Smokey's mom and uh make it enough make it enough (laughs) make it enough exactly but you know that's another conversation about how maybe the minimum wage isn't enough and we should raise it but another topic for another day yeah i was just gonna say that leads to a snowball of another topic for another day but i mean like you said or like i kind of also chimed in too i mean it's ego it's i feel a little bit of advertising for the election later on this year just to mm, say good point, hey good point. you know i gave you 1200 bucks you know why don't you put your vote in my name what, what did biden do for you now that um bernie's dropped out of the race and pledged his support to um bernie you know, yeah that was i think yesterday yeah yesterday the day before yeah pretty early <sighs> so, but regardless uh, the check still cash is the same true but it's going to be more to claim next year. Don't remind me. <laughs> that is still a year away. And for those who uh, haven't heard, since we're recording this on technically the day before tax day, um, the tax deadline's been extended um, till when? I don't know off the top of my head, but it's no longer the deadline's the 15th. It's now sometime, I think, in the early summer. So you're going to want to Check that out on Google real quick. Throw it in your Google machine and uh, see when the actual tax, uh, tax deadline is. Because if you haven't done it yet, you probably should get a leg up on that. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Please be on it. Yeah. I mean, it's frustrating because I, I know a couple of people. They, they submitted their tax returns and everything back in February. And they still have yet to get paid. While my stupid self i did everything at the end of march and the following week i got paid mm-hmm. so i don't i don't understand where the holdup is or what's going on but something's not right somewhere <laughs> maybe they decided you didn't need it so bad so they got I'm, no i'm saying i got mine the other people have not oh you're talking theirs. about tax returns i thought yes. you're talking about check yes, 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 yes. I know I'm excited about the stimulus check. I'm just like, <laughs> that's pending in your uh, in your account right now. Yeah, if I don't, if it doesn't post by Friday, I'm calling somebody. I don't know who. I was just gonna say, who are you gonna call? Are you gonna call, call like Karen? Can I speak to the manager of the twelve hundred dollars stimulus speak check? To Mister Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Why hasn't my check posted? It's from the IRS. You know they got money. It's not gonna bounce. <laughs> Yeah, actually, you know, that's why I'm glad I'm like first draft round pick. I don't, I butchered that first pick, first round draft pick, something like that. Yeah, you, you just you just got it. Because, <laughs> you know, 
I know there's going to be money. Now, if you're like 12th round, I don't know if there's going to be any more money left in the pot or the check might bounce. So I'm just saying. Anything with Trump's name on it, I would be very wary of. Yeah, but go that's ahead. Just me. That's, that's, why, that's why I'm kind of quick. banking on the, um, no pun intended, banking on the direct deposit because his name's not there. Yeah. Does it show up in the, um, in the little... Uh, no, it doesn't. No, I'm gonna tell you exactly what it shows up as. <clears throat> yes, let, let, let's let's hear this. I want you know. I thought my husband was being nice to me and just deposited twelve hundred dollars in my account. I was I like, brainwashed his ass. <laughs> it literally it says <clears throat> IRS Trez, not Treasury Trez for short three ten. So that's so like, like okay IRS Tres three ten Tres, yeah, but with an A. Okay. I'll be on the lookout. You know what? Let me pull up my account right now. I'm, I, I got to check. This <laughs> I don't think it's going to be. I think no, it's, it's not going to be there. It's not going to be there. But I just, you know, the, the topic's on my brain. And I just at least got to, you know, satiate my madness. Nope. <laughs> still not there. Last thing was still the auto loan auto payment. Great. I'll spend money. Well, at least my car ain't going to get taken away. <laughs> hey, I was looking at that. And my next payment is not due until May. And I'm like, damn, was I that financially responsible? So you like pre-made your April payment? Yeah. I must have pre-made some payment because (laughs) (laughs) in March it was like April payment zero. And I was like, hold on, is Delta, you know, trying to get me to get some more money out of me? I looked, I went back, withdraw my payments because, you know, I'll pay a little extra, extra. Of course. Again on the... I'm about to check again because I ain't got me nervous. Oh. We're just checking our accounts live on air. I love it. You know what? I think they're like waiving payments because, hold on, son of a bitch, what's going on? Wait, so like your auto loan is waiving payments? I don't, I don't know now. Now I'm confused. You just confused yourself. Because I made a payment. Because that's not fair. If, if they're waiving stuff, you know, my auto loan company needs to kind of do the same. And I made a payment in March. Does this mean it's a prepayment or is it just like because of the financial stuff going on? I'm well, going to lean on the side of caution and just say that it was a prepayment. I'm going to check my online statement because now I'm just worried. Because I don't want to be hit in July when they're like, huh, country's back to normal. Where my money at? Bitch, you owe me $12. Oh, I think be July like, is optimistic. Oh, yeah. That's just me, though. Um, but real quick, um, while we're on the subject, earlier this week when you told me that you you know had your pending stimulus payment, that it would be a good idea to possibly look into a credit union, which is what Delta is, um, for those not in the know listening to the show. I traditionally, like I said, have a big bank, Chase. Uh, what would be some solid reasons for me to look into possibly making a switch to a credit union? Because it's not really something something I've ever thought about. So I I don't really know too, too much. I can only speak from my experience. Of course. I was with Wells Fargo for a very, very long time, since I was maybe 16. I changed to a credit union when I was 26, 27. So I was with them for almost like pretty much 10 years. Um, Had multiple accounts. But they just weren't doing anything for me. They were just a bank to put my money in 
and to use my debit card. I wasn't really getting any benefits from it. Um, even when it came to trying to get like a credit card or a secure credit card, they were just a hassle. So funny story, the day I was scheduled to go into the hospital to be induced for my labor, me and Derek were at Delta trying to open up our bank's accounts because <laughs> I was going to make my account and then we, you know, had a shared account for Olivia and people are like, oh, when are you due? And I'm like, tonight. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> in like the next two hours. So hurry up. Yes. It's three o'clock. I'll be going in at six. So chop, chop, lady. Got a baby on the way, literally. Um, so it was the funniest thing. People were like, good luck. I'm like, thanks. But it was a great feeling being able to walk out of Delta. And, I mean, out of um, Wells Fargo, it'd be like, close all my accounts. And walk out with literally a cashier's check. And they were very sad because, you know, I had saved up some some money and the interest that I got back from it was like 16 cents and I looked at the lady and I was like are you kidding me so the whole interest I earned was 16 cents ma'am keep your 16 cents (laughs) (laughs) I don't need it that bad (laughs) I don't need it and with Delta in the last I've been with them for like a year and a half they've been great their customer service is wonderful Um, When you go inside the branch, it's very personalized service. I love it. They have coffee. You're waiting. Everyone is really sweet. Um, If you want to open up a loan, you know, like because they're owned by their members, everybody puts this money into like a big pot. Interest rates are better. And if you do have any accounts, even like saving accounts or money market accounts, the interest rate is so much better. So you get more money on your money that you are already putting in, you know? Like my money that I had put in, that same amount of money with Wells Fargo gave me 16 cents. With Delta, it gave me back 150. So you already know the interest rate was a hundred times better. And that's from me not doing anything, but just keeping my money in their bank. Yeah, exactly. And you making can also, you want to do business. Yeah, making you want to do business. And you can also load like every month or a quarter they'll change um their promotions or codes and like currently they have one with clinique which is a makeup brand so you know that's something that i'm interested in you can get cash back five percent just for using your debit card which you would use normally anyways um they had one for starbucks which i love which i loaded up on every one of my cards i'm sure you did (laughs) and it was only a couple of bucks it wasn't you know, I got back a hundred dollars, you know, it was like a dollar here, a dollar there, but, but it, adds up. it adds up. So you're earning back $5 every single month. That's an extra $60 just for doing the things you would normally do. Mm-hmm. And there, at first I didn't like their app. I think it was the color scheme. What? <laughs> I don't know why, but their app has definitely gotten a lot better. Transferring is a lot better. Um, there's you know a bank in my city so it's easy to get money and you can go to any credit union and use whoever so i I don't know i just genuinely like credit union and delta specifically over wells fargo so i say if you do have money just take it all out of a bank and just put it in a credit union your return would be so much better the perks are so much better 
It's, I mean, after, you know, the conversation we had and just listening again to all of that, it's definitely something I'm going to look into. Um, I've just literally had Chase, like, forever since I've been, like, 16. Yeah, and I heard Chase is good, too. I just haven't personally looked into them. Um, I don't think there is a Chase near me. Something about having the the bank really close to you just gives you, like, this. And that's exactly kind of why I chose them originally, because yeah. in New York, they're, like, on every damn street corner. No, I understand. So, but you don't ever carry cash, so. Yeah, I don't, I, I've got some emergency cash on me, but that's really, like, about it. Yeah. And they're great. Like, I remember I try to buy <clears throat> the Beyonce Ivy Park and Adidas, uh, you know, bodysuit. Oh, my God. I was on the wait list. And they were like, hold up. This charge from California is not here. And they were calling me, texting me, like, did you authorize this? And I was like, yes, I did. Please let the charge go through. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> so I like them. Like I said, I personally do, genuinely do like them. And if you lose your card, you can just go back to the branch and they'll make you one on the spot. You know, with the Wells Fargo, you had to get a temporary card. You had to wait five to seven business days to get the really? other card. Yes. Because Chase is on the spot, too. That's wild. Yeah, so that's why I was like, oh, that's just a Wells Fargo thing. Maybe. I don't know. But that was awesome. Like I said, you know, I'll I'll, I'll continue to look into it. It's definitely interesting. I I just like hearing, you know, different about different things. So and if you do want to join, I have a referral code, you know, I'll get of course and you will get some money, too. No, that's usually how the referral things work. We I both. appreciate it, and I'll let you know. Let me know. Absolutely. Um, and you just, get stuff a lot faster. Sorry to cut you off, but... No, no, go ahead. Pretty much everyone that I know that has a credit union, like, most people get paid on Fridays. They'll get paid, like, Thursday. They'll get it a lot earlier, and even with, like, you know, stimulus checks and stuff like that, you just get it a lot earlier with credit unions. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a security... Thing or what it is but i know credit unions get it a lot faster and and i have heard that i've heard that about like even some of those little stupid cards like chime or you know other things like that well, like you get your stuff a lot sooner and it's I, I don't know why i'm just i'm weird about like looking into those kinds of things i'm a little bit more comfortable with an actual credit union than chime for instance but it is kind of cool that you get your stuff a lot quicker mm-hmm. maybe it's just because i'm old school i don't know yeah, I, I think what I know now, I would have definitely have joined a credit union a long time ago. Hmm. So you can't get much more of a glowing review than that. And just to make it clear, by the way, this show is not being sponsored or paid for by Delta Credit Union. <laughs> I wish that That's was okay. just a personal, uh, personal plea, personal um, testimony. If you want to send me, you know, a water bottle, let me know. <laughs> I mean, they're right across the street from your store. Do a partnership. Uh, yeah, you know, a little financial knowledge on people. Exactly. You got to drop some knowledge on these people out here. I mean, people, especially in this time, you know, need as much knowledge and information as they can get. I mean, on the day to day, we're all being overloaded with Corona this, Corona that, COVID this, COVID that, social distancing, um, vaccines death it's just you know a a morbid time out there in the media so 
you know, any chance to drop some information, even, you know, as small, as small as we are right now, you know, if, if one person got something out of what we spoke about, Hey, that's a, that's a W for us. So I'll take that and run with that all day. And one thing I, uh, I've been noticing recently, we had a conversation about this, I think like a week or so ago, not on the show, but you know, off air. I don't know about you, but I've been hearing all over the place, different people, you know, in different places, even, even, you know, the company I work for has been using the phrase that we are in the new normal. Have you, have you been hearing that all over the place? I have. And it's like, this is the new normal and things will take forever to go back to how it used to. It probably will never be the same. All this craziness. I call bullshit on it. And the reason for it is we are a society of the right now. And then in a month or a week or two, we forget and move on to the next right now moment. So this one is really one that's been sticking because of a lot of coverage, social media, the news, consistently putting it in your face. But then something new will come out. And we will move on from it. Now, I understand. I, I agree with that to a degree. But uh, like I said on last week's show, I'm a bit of a conspiracy nut. You know, I kind of try to think a little bit deeper on certain things. And maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something not there to it. But this is, for my conspiracy side of me, a very, very strong attempt at conditioning folks into... I don't want to say a new way of life, but accepting things that previously were not that common. Like, um, you know, people, and I understand people don't want to be at home all that. We spoke about this all last week and I don't want to go too much into it again, but people, you know, being home all the time, not everybody can do that. You know, you have have people with ADHD and just, you know, people are outside social creatures. You can't lock them in the house, but there's been so many reports over the past week that I've been reading of, you know, cops finding couples having, you know, a small little picnic to themselves in the park. They've been lock, they've been pulling people and, you know, taking them to the station for stuff as simple as that. While you have all of this stuff going on in grocery stores where you can barely, you know, get room to move around, they're not really doing much of anything about that. So you're finding cases of where, people are trying to live their life simply and doing small innocent things and getting cracked down on this. It, it's just, it's very weird that they're trying to position all of this as kind of the new way of life. And it depends on your frame of reality, obviously. I mean, people think about different things in different ways, but just so many scare tactics and so many negative things being thrown out there and all of this being positioned as, the new way it, it it wears on your psyche and i and i think that this is to a certain degree by design um i don't want to get too too down the rabbit hole at all but it just it's an unsettling feeling to me and i you know i've tried talking to people about this you know the past week and not many people kind of see it so i don't know if maybe i'm just crazy if i'm just some nut that's maybe thinking a little too hard about it but i just don't get a solid feeling that so many people are pushing this idea so many people are you know bringing it up 
it, it seems like there's something to this that not everyone's seeing. Um, so what you described, in my opinion, is what certain people, specifically minorities, feel every day in America, doing simple tasks and being targeted. So I guess that's why it's not like a thing for us because we know how it feels already. So now that the other side gets to experience it, it's like, okay, we've been dealing with this shit for many years. And then there's people who have it a lot worse, who get a lot of injustice done to them. So I don't feel like that class is tripping because this is something that they're exposed to every single day, pandemic or not, whether it's a government shutdown, you know, shelter in place, it don't matter what day of the week it is. This is something that they've dealt with for a very long time. Now the other side is starting to feel it, being constricted for just doing simple tasks. So, you know, it's, you, it, things get certain coverage once it starts to affect people of wealth, people of a higher economical status, people who are more likely to be Caucasian, you know, you, you view it differently. You get told about it more and it's more in the media because it affects somebody else. So that's my take on it. Um, I do see everything going back to normal because a lot of things have happened throughout and in the time of social media with every hashtag, every, you know, injustice or political news, it just dies down. Like right now, tell me the wildfires in Australia. That was a big thing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I can't honestly tell you. I don't know what happened. Did they get put out? I don't know. And, and that goes back to what you just spoke about a few minutes ago, the, the short attention span of the society we live in, everybody wanting to, you know, live in the here and now and just focus on the new hot thing. So right now, as, even though it's been around for about almost three months now, COVID is the new hot thing. You know, mm-hmm. you had the wildfires, you had um, Kobe's passing, you had all of these different things that have marked 2020 in the ways that they have. But I really don't want to go down this rabbit hole. This one is just lasting a long time, but I feel that once businesses starts opening up, the shelter in place are lifted, you know, it'll slowly, it'll be on a very slow roll. But I, a long time. Everything is opened up or all the bans are lifted. I guarantee 30 to 45 days. Now, the only thing I want to stick around is please back the fuck up and don't be in my face. <laughs> because I've had a problem with that for a very long time. And it's sad that a fucking pandemic had to come by and tell you to back the fuck up. And we literally had to put stickers on the floor to show you this is where you need to stand. And I, I, remember, know, I remember your little tirade about that last week. Female, I don't know why people feel the need to be so close to where I can feel your breath or that you're touching me, you don't need to be that close. 
I can hear and see from the distance. Please back up. At least arm length, like move. So that's one thing I would like to continue. Well, I mean, you, you, may, you very well may get your wish. Um, there's a uh, article here off of Business Insider. This is from actually about two hours ago. And um, by the time, you know, people actually listen to the show, it may be old news at that point. But according to a study out of Harvard, um, some researchers are saying that periods of social distancing might be necessary into 2022 to avoid overwhelming hospitals. Um, and it couldn't be, and it's not, you know, a consistent thing all the time, just on and off, just because there's a possibility that this, um, this virus could mutate or come in waves depending on seasonality things like that. Very much like the flu and you know, common cold, things like that. So countries should look into expanding their critical care capacities, looking for new treatments and also still looking into using social distancing as and I hate to say it, the new normal. So you very well could get your wish if 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 that gets mainstream uh mainstream traction and again this is i think this is like the last resort of telling people y'all some nasty motherfuckers because the the one simple task to avoid any spread of germs is like fucking new news so you telling me you didn't know you needed to wash your hands for 20 seconds under warm to hot water and use a paper towel to turn off the water faucet. This is new to you? I've heard some stories. I don't know. I've seen people come in the bathroom, use the bathroom, walk out, not wash their hands. I mean, that is nasty as hell. Why do we need to post up signs on telling you how to wash your hands? This is why. Not because somebody ate a bat. It's because people do not know how to wash their hands, back the fuck up, and cover their mouths. If they were doing that, we wouldn't be here, now would we? Okay, just, just for comparison's sake, um, female restroom, it, do women not wash their hands as I've, often as they should? I've met some nasty, with a capital nasty females, disgusting females. Oh, I don't, first of all, hygiene is important, no matter if you're male, female, pansexual, I don't care who you absolutely. are. Hygiene is important for your own damn sake. But just how... Anyone can go into a restroom, bodily fluids. I don't care if you used one hand or no hands, because I've had that <laughs> argument with boys too. Well, I didn't, I only use my right hand to whip them out. It don't matter, bro. It don't matter, dumbass. What hand did you use to flush the toilet? The left one? Well, guess what? The 20 dinglings before you used the same handle, and now you just touched somebody else's dingling. And now you got dingling all over your face. It's the same thing. Did you not open the door? Oh, man. Okay. See? It's the same thing. I, I literally had this discussion with guys. I only use the right one, so I just got to right wash the right one. You don't even wash the right one all the way. You just wash the tips of your fingers. That's nasty. And the, Yeah. <laughs> um, and but the men were complaining about, I'm so scared of COVID. How about you wash your hands, you nasty ass? Over here wearing gloves. But yet you touching everything and using the same gloves to take the candy out the wrap and put it in your mouth. You stupid. You st this is all hype. This is why I say people are stupid. I'm so sad that it took a fucking pandemic to 
teach people hygiene. And even then, some people still nasty. Yeah, you're always going to have that. And the reason I asked for comparison is because, you know, with the job I have, I'm always driving. I'm always out in the field. So, you know, sometimes, you know, when you need a restroom break, you got to, you know, find a a nice looking gas station and, and make it happen. But the amount of times I would see other other guys just go in, use it and walk out is a lot more than I thought would be the case. I don't get it. I don't understand why people because are they're just, just like nasty oh, ass. You know, I'm gonna just flip down my waistband and pee. Technically, I didn't touch my winky. I'm gonna flip it back up. But didn't you flush it? Didn't you push the door to get into the restroom? Look, I don't know what kind of pants they're wearing where they can just flip down their <laughs> waistband and flip <laughs> that thing back up because no, it is. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a bit more complicated than that. But even shake then, it. Like, let's say you do have sweatpants. Okay, cool. Flip out, flip in. Okay. But the fact that you touched the door to get in and then back out, which is the same dude before you who touched that same door with the winky hand in and out and the same flush handle was the hundred winkies before you. So now that you didn't wash your hands, but you touched the toilet handle, guess what? You just got 20 dicks on your hand. And when you go eat, because it's usually at the gas station and they'll buy something, either a drink, a hot dog. I know. I used to work at Quick Trip. I seen the nasty asses. Guess what? You just licked 20 dicks. No. <laughs> That's literally how I had to tell someone. And they sat there and was like, oh, my God. I just licked 20 dicks. Yes. Yes, she did. You nasty ass. Some people have to be embarrassed for them to understand. Yeah, hey, that's how kids learn. You know, it doesn't change when you get older either. Because you're telling me that a grown-ass adult went into the restroom, used it, came out, didn't wash their hands, and you were to call them out and be like, hey, the one with the blue shirt didn't wash their hands. They nasty. They would be so embarrassed. Oh, my God. I promise you they wash their hands every, every single time from now on. There'd be a fight. Yeah. Oh my god, damn. Some of these country ass QTs I go to, boy. They'd be like, nasty. And since hey. you have a job where you have to go into people's homes, very simple. Someone who has a clean home smells clean. Just that simple. Absolutely, yep. And I'm talking about clean, not know if it smells like flowers and vanilla. Mm, <laughs> that's what's going to smell. It needs to smell authentically like- clean. Pine saw, Clorox, Lysol. Because when you spray a lot of Lysol, it gets in your throat and you start coughing because it's strong. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's how I know you've cleaned it right. If you're not coughing, by the time you get out of that bathroom, you didn't spray enough Lysol. <laughs> so, so that's your recommended dosages. When you start coughing, you know you've sprayed enough. Exactly. Keep spraying until you start coughing. Because it'll tickle your throat. You'll be like, oh, shit. Yes. Yes, sir. And that is your lesson on how to clean one-on-one. The more you know, with the little <laughs> rainbow on the end. <laughs> the more you know. But back to the original. I'm sorry. I went on this whole tangent. Oh, no, you're fine. That's what, that's what we're here for. Because I cannot understand. My mind is blown. Even with coworkers saying, like, they don't have no cleaning products at their location. I'm like, how? What? I had a whole closet full. Call them I, out right now. I'm not going to do that because I'm not trying to get beat up. <laughs> ain't nobody gonna beat you up you're right but you know who you are. <laughs> if you're listening to this and we work for the same company you know who you are you're nasty i've been ready for covid since last year 
Just saying. I don't get that. Look, I used to work for the same company. I used to manage my own store and there was never an issue with getting cleaning supplies. So the fact that you don't have any or are very short on what you need shows that you don't give a shit. Exactly. You have your own logins to order your own shit. I order so much shit that they would go in and tell me to stop. Like you're ordering five bottles of Lysol. No, one. So I would have to reorder again next week. You go, I'm going to stock up. Exactly. I always had, you know, multiple things of disinfecting wipes, Clorox, um, Clorox wipes, uh, Lysol sprays. You know, you got to have that stuff on hand in a normal environment. Period. God, and you don't even have those things. Because if you Your store must be nasty as hell. All these cleaning supplies, you won't be freaking out now. You know what? It's going to be a bathroom check. I'm about to show you what I got right now. Mm. It's my bathroom. Oh, you're legit going. See, unscripted here, folks. This is what we do. We don't script anything. She's literally going to show me what she's got. Upstairs bathroom, just my upstairs. I have microband 24-hour killing bacteria spray. Bathroom cleaner, citrus scent. For anybody that's interested in the scent, I have Lysol bleach, multi-purpose cleaner, halfway through before the pandemic. Then I have Lysol, all-purpose cleaner, complete clean, lemon breeze. That's just three for one bathroom. And that doesn't include the shower cleaner, the toilet cleaner, and the window cleaner. So people are nasty. Well, I appreciate you sharing with us um, your bathroom stock. <laughs> oh man but uh, realistically i mean and i hope people understand this going forward that this just wasn't because of the virus that this needs to be your and I, I'm, I'm gonna hate myself for using this phrase again your new normal you need to be consistently clean you need to be doing things to take care of yourself i mean the fact that we just spoke about you know for five minutes people not properly washing their hands using the restroom. I mean, do you not remember growing up and people telling you, you know, every time you go to the bathroom, make sure you wash your hands or every time you come inside the house from being outside, you got to wash your hands. I I failed to see where the disconnect is. Do they not teach that in to kids growing up anymore? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you you have a child and, and you teach your child those things. My baby is 18 months old and knows how to wash her hands. See? I put a little, little foaming soap on her hands and she already knows to scrub. <laughs> Both hands. I, she might eat the soap, but she washes her hands too. So that's just an important feature. And, you know, it's just overall for your health, you have to be clean. And when you enter into a partnership, you want your partner to be clean too. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go, let's talk about dating. Oh, Lord. You remember, <clears throat> Mike, back six years ago when you were dating? Son of a bitch. Back me too, six years ago when I was dating. If a guy was dirty, it was an immediate turnoff. No, ew, you're nasty. Get away from me. Because you don't even care about yourself. How are you going to care about me? Exactly. I don't know what you what's in your hands, in your mouth. That's nasty. Just Don't know where you've been. I don't know where you've been. You look like you've been on the street being nasty. Just nasty. That's that's not a good quality. 
And that was an immediate off-putting. If you look like you didn't brush your teeth, couldn't get the gunk out your eye, you didn't know how to iron your clothes, basic traits that everyone should know. I'm sorry, you're not ready to have a girlfriend. You need to get out of my face. Mm-hmm. You got to learn to take care of yourself first. Yes. And sometimes we get a little messy. I understand, you know, life happens. You get a little messy. But not washing your hands. Guys, come on. That is elementary. Oh. That's just, ew. That's just ew. You got a little poop on your hand. You're not going to wash it. That's nasty. Or, or even if you do wash it, they think just rinsing it off under the sink is enough. No, mm. that is that is not enough. You got to scrub. I will them. bankrupt the gas station and their soap supply if some upu gets under my fingernail. Exactly. All the way above your wrist, under your nails, because you know you get those little lemon pepper flakes underneath your nails if you have long nails. Let's not play. <laughs> I know because I eat lemon pepper in so I might get a little lemon pepper underneath my nails. I got to clean those too. And then you rinse with warm water. Ooh. Okay, now, now this is something I've been curious about just because you randomly said that. Those women with those talon acrylic nails, how do they wipe anything? Okay. Is there like a method to it? Well, uh, there is. Yes, there is. So what? you got to be careful because if you put too much pressure, and just like with anything with paper, uh, toilet paper, if you put too much pressure, it's going to rip. Mm, now you got a little, little bodily fluids on your hand. So what you have to do is you got to get like a good squat position. Make sure you know nothing's going to get stuck. And hopefully if you're at home, you have good quality tissue paper so you can you know get a nice layer so where your fingernail doesn't rip the toilet paper now if you're in the bathroom you know little cheap that they got that really 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 cheap toilet paper the see-through toilet paper <laughs> you're just gonna have to keep going until you build up a two-ply you know <laughs> and really like make a good stack and then wipe front to back ladies we all know this but like, how do you properly grip like the wad of toilet paper with your talon Edward scissor hands? I mean, you kind of have to position your fingernails like in the middle of it, not too far up, not too far in the back, like in the middle to where you get like a nice, decent clean. And if you're, you know, kind of spread eagle, you, you don't have to do too much work. You don't got to pull out of cheeks. And it's trying to figure this out mentally. Just you can't. If you want to, put some aluminum foil on your hands, try to wipe yourself when you take poop. Yeah, that's just going to smear everything. <laughs> You're not experienced enough. It's Clearly. Not, it's not as hard as you think. You're just thinking too hard. Like, you're thinking that the claws, like, go in. And it's not. It's like, you know, you just let the toilet paper rest on your forefingers. I mean, I'm just trying to think about it from from the perspective of just – the logistics of holding the 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 little bit of toilet paper that you got the TP in your hand, like, because I'm just imagining myself, you know, you got like a catcher's mitt, okay. right? This is the toilet paper. Okay. We're gonna spread the hand out. Okay, but your nails aren't that long at all. I'm talking about like these girls with like the Cardi B like rulers on each finger. Okay, so now I got a good layering. I'm about to show you. So when you hold it, you don't hold it up here. You hold it right here in the middle. So even with long fingernails, it still wouldn't go past the finger. Even if it's like that, you still, you still have room. And then, you know, once it's there, 
And then you start, because see, you, you have, you guide it. Guide it. I don't know which way. <laughs> guide it. <laughs> <laughs> the fingernails will help get everything you need to. But life hack, you should be using baby wipes. That is another very good point. Um, don't flush them on the toilet, guys. No, yeah, don't flush your baby wipes. Now, even the dis- the ones that say disposable still don't do it. But okay, I was just curious about the because it's something that's you know floated through my mind at random over you know all of time. Just wondering how do these talon-handed women handle their situation in the restroom? So it, it's look, I'm not gonna lie to you. The fact that you just kind of had to demo that for me as a man at 33 years old, it was kind of hilarious, but it did help me understand just a little bit. Just don't, don't question her. Just accept it. As long as she's clean, that's all that matters. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? And you're right. No matter how you get there, as, as long as you're clean at the end of the day, that, that should be enough. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> pick a partner. Because you never know, you might be stuck in quarantine with them one day. Yeah, so how's that going for you? <laughs> okay, so I know I said last week I was ready to strangle my husband. Yeah. Um, still ready to strangle him. Oh, no. But I still love him. Um, when I think back of people I have dated, I'm genuinely, genuinely happy that I married him. Because I probably would have been on death row had it been anybody else. So I'll I'll say that. So it's a good thing. So you know, it's a good thing. As far as you know, my other coworkers who are married, they're like, "Yeah, I'm ready to kill him, girl. We need to go in separate rooms." Just and it's with anything. If you're exposed to it consistently, you're just like, "All right." Yeah, you get burnt out on it. I need to go do this right now. You know, and, too, much, too much of a good thing is, you know, never a good thing. Yeah, it's like eating a lot of candy. You're eventually going to get a cavity. But we've understand like, hey, I need my space. Or mm-hmm. we'll communicate <clears throat> like, hey, I'm going to go play my game. You cool with that? Yeah, go play a game. I'll see you in an hour. You know, after the baby's asleep because we can't do anything when the baby's awake. Um, so he'll go play his whatever game and I'll watch my videos or do whatever on my phone and then we'll come back and we'll share a episode of Master Chef. Um, but it's gotten better. In the beginning I was worried. But I, it could always be worse. <laughs> no, and absolutely it can't always be worse. You know, and I found an article earlier today just you know, preparing just a little bit for the show, the little tiny a uh, bit of um, preparation that we do do. Um, and I figured, you know, I would find maybe a little t- bit, of, you know, a few tips that would, I would run by you. Maybe you could say if, you know, they make sense or not, we can try to debunk this um, from someone that is married. Um, so the list here, this is off of uh, what website? Psychology, uh, Psychology Today. I was going to say psychology. Um, so they've got some ideas here to help you cope with being in a relationship during the quarantine, how to survive lockdown with your spouse, (laughs) whether divorcing or repairing. So these are some of their ideas that they've got. Number one, limit your exposure to the news on TV. 
They say that it's easy to compulsively check the stats every hour or to focus on the latest developments from Washington, but that is not so good for your mental well-being. I'm assuming that's something you guys already kind of do. Yeah, and I already have pet peeve of people not giving accurate information or half-ass information, so we just really don't discuss too much politics anymore right now just because nothing truly has changed it's still the same shit mm-hmm. um and all it's gonna do is stress you out even more and then if you're stressed out you have a bad energy that carries on to your significant other and it's just like you're being upset about things you can't control so just ignore it right exactly. just limit Min- minimize it yeah the next thing on the list they've got here is to make something together. Baking, building, sewing, gardening, art, music. These activities give you a sense of control over something when we have so little control over the pandemic. Um, baking cookies, they're saying here. Yep. Things like that. Is, that. is that something you guys have practiced at all? Like I told you last week, I am like Master Chef. Okay, like, you're not like Master Chef. You're in the like process Master of trying to be like Master Chef. In my mind. I'm a mini Gordon Ramsay. So many things go on in that one, I'm sure. <laughs> but I've just, you know, I've taken this time to when I am cooking meals, because we cook, I would say, five times out of the week, just to better those habits. I'm sorry, better those skills, try out new recipes. And it's great for Derek because he gets to, you know, eat a different variety of food. He's getting a little mm-hmm. chunky. And it feels nice when you cook for someone and they like it. You're just like, yeah, absolutely, something good. So, yeah, I would say do something different. Something that you've been wanting to do, but still that's within your comfort range. Exactly. If I was to try something, um, like I tried to, what is it, pan sear salmon, I would never do that shit in my life. The grease popped, hit me in my eye. I was upset the whole night. (laughs) (laughs) I got disrespected by salmon, so I would not do that again. But I would try like a new casserole. Okay. No risk. It's still um, in your wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm not one for artistic type of stuff. I cannot draw. I can't make anything. I'm horrible at it. I can't plant. So cooking is my my thing. If your thing is crocheting stuff, which I tried to find my old crocheting stuff, which I couldn't find, so that means it's not for me right now, <laughs> then go make yourself a whole bunch of blankets while you're watching your TV shows. Next thing up on the list here, and I think this is something you have done, because I remember last week, I, I think it was last week that I brought it up, uh, getting organized, cleaning out your closets and cupboards, sorting through old photos, organizing them, um, tackling chores you've been procrastinating on, like cleaning out the garage or the basement. I know for a fact you said that you cleaned out your closet. Yes, and oh my God, it took my husband like 10 minutes he was like, donate this, winter clothes, bam, everything's organized. I was like, oh, okay, that was fast. Mine, on the other hand, took like an hour and a half, and I don't even know why. Oh, I, it's because I was trying on clothes from my very early 20s and asking myself, could I wear this again? Oh, God. And the answer was no. Throw that shit away. <laughs> reliving my youth you're a youth. You make it sound like you're, you know, a lot of early, early youth. And I'm just, I'm getting there. But we packed up all of our winter clothes, like the big bulky stuff. I 
had a coming to Jesus moment about, are you truly going to wear this? When is the last time you've worn it? And if the answer was you haven't worn it in the last year, then you probably need to get rid of it or donate it. We, we've donated all our clothes. So our closet looks a lot better, a lot cleaner, organized. So I'm happy about that. Somewhat productive. Um, we helped our mother-in-law set up her she shed, which is amazing. Looks very cute set up nicely you can have drinks barbecue over there you know the whole shebang and really that's that's it what about you have you done anything uh uh, working okay we've all been working (laughs) (laughs) i mean looking through the list here i mean okay i have not been limiting my exposure to the news i've been ODing on that stuff um i mean making food yeah i've been you know cooking obviously just haven't been trying to do anything really too out of the box uh organizing i mean i kind of do that throughout the year anyway so i mean i haven't been really honestly doing doing much during the pandemic itself because it's just kind of stuff i already do i'm pretty much an introvert so i'm usually already around the house most of the time anyway So I can say that I've done this stuff, just not really specifically during the pandemic. So Um, the next one, though, I definitely should maybe do a little bit more, and that is to get outside, taking a walk, whether alone or together, um, you know, set up a virtual walking, quote unquote, date with a friend and chat on the phone while you walk. I mean, I could I could definitely use that. No, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I could definitely, you know, use a walk outside, you know. But here's my thing about that: allergies are gonna kill me. But that's no excuse. I should still get outside, you know, yeah. do a little bit of walking here and there. So that's go see that's, the sun a little bit. Say again. I said go see the sun a little bit. Yes, Mr. Sun. You know, he can't hurt me that bad. I may get a little darker than I already am, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, it's been nice. The weather's been cooling off a little bit, but I genuinely enjoy going outside um, with the fam, you know, just to get out of the the stuffiness of the house. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's good. Just, you know, in our neighborhood, we'll see people walk by, you know, we'll wave from a distance. You know, I go, hey, how are you? And then that's it. <clears throat> You'll see a cute dog every now and then. You're like, oh, damn, Hello. There used to be so many cute animals, you know, just, just roaming around my subdivision and, and just they're not there anymore. Like, I don't know what happened. Um, oh, what, one reason, too, I don't try to go out too much is because I have my company car parked in the driveway. So usually when people see me walking around the neighborhood, they'll start asking me work-related stuff. Yes. So I remember that. that. Yeah, so that's one thing I'm not too excited to go outside for because people are going to be like, oh, hey, you know, can, can you set me up with this or can you give me advice on that? I'm like, oh, come on, guys. I'm not in the car. They sound like me. <sighs> I mean. Mike, my shit doesn't work. Why? You're like, I don't know. That's not my department. <laughs> on troubleshooting missions. Fix it. At like <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. Fix it. No, but I understand that. You don't want to get involved in the work conversations which that happened i had my work shirt on and you know i was i had my little backpack on i had my clorox wipes you could tell i was on a mission to go in there buy something and get the hell out of the grocery store 
And this dude was like, oh, you work for said company? Yeah. That's why it says said company on the shirt. <laughs> Are y'all closed? Or he, he asked something stupid. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure. We're closed right now. Oh, your company is closed? Oh, that's crazy. Bye. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here to get one thing and get out. I'm not talking to you. No, get out my face. Six feet. Not, you're not following that rule. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. I mean, every, every day, you know, I, I drive in and out of the subdivision. So people, they get a solid look at the car. They see who's in the car because sadly the windows are not tinted. So mm-hmm. everyone knows that it's me. So I'm sure if I start walking my stupid ass around the place, people are going to be like, oh, hey. And I'm just gonna be like, look, I don't, I don't want to talk about work right now. I barely want to talk about work at work. Yeah. Well, it just goes during like a time where we got to go out at like 10 o'clock at night when no one's no, out. No, please don't go at 10. I would say six or seven, kind of when the sun is starting to die down a little bit. But that's you when all the that. stupid kids are out and about. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know that because I don't know your neighborhood. So you might have to go early in the morning because nobody's up. Yeah, because I, I, I think on your side of the world, it's, you know, a bit older of a demographic yeah. out there. Yeah. You know, and old people don't want to be out, you know, after six o'clock. Yeah, they got to watch their murder she wrote. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, they'll either be up, like, early in the morning, you know, getting that power walk in. Yep. And one and two and one and two. Or they'll be <clears throat> kind of like the five o'clock traffic. I'll see the kids and the dogs, you know, doing something. So it just depends. Yeah, I mean, I'll find something, obviously, you know. but <sighs> Or the backyard. You can just go sit in the backyard. Get that fresh air. Oh, oh. <laughs> backyard's not as big as I'd like it to be. I'll say that. Just it ain't no fake on I mean, you You're not walking anywhere. Just sit back there and drink a beer. That does sound real nice. See? Look. Knowledge. <laughs> All you had to mention was beer, and I'm there. <laughs> Uh, so next, uh, okay. So next part of the article, we'll just touch upon real quick before we wrap this up. Is um, how's your relationship going? Is it too much togetherness driving you crazy? Are you loving it? And then they talk about different ways to management, um, structuring things. It says here, before the quarantine, your life was structured by many activities. Maybe now you need to set up a new structure, creating a possible schedule, um, giving each other space letting your spouse have their reactions and practice calming or self-regulating your own reactions to different things. Um, and just using this time to build better communication skills. I mean, it doesn't sound like at least for you guys that communication is an issue at all, but you know, for those listening that maybe it, it is a little bit of a thing, this is definitely a good time to work on it. I would say, I mean, you've got no, you've got nothing but time. So use that time productively and, Maybe work on your relationship a little bit, talk things out, you know, any possible insecurities, you know, doubts, fears, whatever. Just say, hey, you know, let's have a sit down one-on-one. Let's let's talk through some of our difficulties. And I know it's easier said than done, but, you know, it's no better time than now to do it, I would think. True. And the thing that I like to go back to that was, that I heard a long time ago was, it's y'all against the problem. Mm-hmm. Not you against him. And I was like, that is very true. So absolutely a truth. I mean, it's it's always you get you guys against the problem. It's never you guys against each other because that's mm-hmm. going to cause an even bigger problem. And you just come that's, that's I think one of the biggest things too is putting away your own pride and ego, listening, mm-hmm. shutting the hell up, listening, and some 
battles aren't worth fighting. They're just like stupid shit. You know, when you're Especially when you're younger. Yeah, and then when you're like in in quarantine with one person and they do like one specific habit, and you get like a dose of it like every other day, so it really doesn't bother you, but now you're getting a dose of it every single day, five times a day. You're just like, Why do you sigh after you (laughs) (sighs) My husband doesn't do this by the way, but for example, I was just gonna say like now it's really fucking annoying, you know. I mean, and I'm some... annoying things too. Oh, everybody's got their little ticks. I mean, my ex, she uh, had had said that I like to smack when I eat, and mm. I never noticed it. No one else ever noticed it, but she noticed it. And now apparently, I don't do it anymore because I was in fear of my life. So oh, that's good. So it worked out as a very positive thing. Um, but yeah, everybody's got their little tick. Um, yeah. But, you know, there are ways to go about it. And then there are ways to not go about it. And it's better, especially in this time, you know, having that constant face-to-face with the other person, you know, talk about it in, in, in it or bring it up in a positive way. Just don't, you know, say from the other side of the house. Or just... Why do you always got to be sighing after you drink? I mean, like, bitch, are you really getting mad over some stupid shit like this? Shut the <laughs> hell up. Some things, like I said, that, you just got to get over it. But on a positive note, I, uh, the love slash uh, matchmaker slash master chef kitchen concierge. Oh, my God. How many titles we got put on this thing? I hooked up one of my friends with one of my coworkers, and it's going great. So there have been quarantining dating and, you know, video chatting and doing their little things. So I'm like, hey, so you can't find love, even though you can't go outside. <laughs> it, it is tough, though. Not going to lie. It is tougher than usual. I mean, Mike, it's been tough for you regardless, pandemic or not. So I wasn't talking about me. Oh. I'm just saying the overall um, thing I've been reading online is that it's been tougher than usual to, you know, make that happen. I mean, you would know firsthand, so. I was waiting for that to be spun back to me somehow. I'm like, okay, let's see how she returns this volley. I don't know. Maybe when all this is over, the women are going to be so desperate they'll come after you. Thanks for tuning in this week, folks. Um, to yet another. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> What's the attacking? I, I, you know, I, I have not said anything to be attacked. It's it's a good thing because people, women, not people, women will be just so excited to be outside, out in the open, that they'll be like, "Yes, I will go on a date with you." So it'll be good. You know, it'll probably bring people out of their comfort zone. Someone who would have said no now says yes. But that goes back to desperation, I feel like. Like that was very underhanded in a way, I feel. Burgundy tux is all I'm saying. (laughs) Well, at one time those were on reserve. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It was a COVID love. Uh, So how'd you guys meet? Oh, you know, a virus that kind of enveloped the world. Made us (laughs) after it was over cling to each other literally (laughs) yeah like the virus here we are and here we are happy and in love but i'm happy for um 
your coworker and your friend that they, they that they are making it work in such a tough time where for so many others it's it's not easy to make it work. So kudos to them and kudos for you for being, you know, matchmaker. Yes, we'll put that on your resume as well, along with the other ten thousand titles you have on there. I'm a Renaissance woman. I'll put that on there too. So you know. My name is MJ and this is my TED Talk. <laughs> I was waiting for it. And with that said, that brings us to the end of episode number two of our show. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition. We'll be back next week with more of uh, the similar kind of talk, you know, all over the place, you know, not really in any kind of specific order because I hate prepar- uh, prepar- preparation. preparation. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I turned into Porky Pig there for a minute. Abity, abity, abity. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if, you missed the beginning of the show when I spoke about where you can find us. You can find us now on Spotify. Just search for Say What with Mike and MJ. You can also find us on anchor.fm slash say what show. And last I'm sorry? I said say what? <laughs> oh, see, I, I, I was caught up in I was caught up in my shtick here for a minute. And uh, lastly, you can also find us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash say what underscore show. So until next week, you folks uh, keep clean. Stay clean, stay happy, and we'll see you then. This is Say What with Mike and MJ. Bye.